Welcome to the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast brought to you by Bright Pearl. Want to turn your business into a cash generating machine? You've come to the right place. This bite-sized podcast reveals the technology secrets fueling the world's fastest growing online brands. And for our host, we have retail industry expert, Caroline Baldwin. She'll be sharing her own wisdom and experience as she interviews high growth e-commerce brands to uncover their secret tech tools and tips for success. Let's get started on supercharging your growth. Here's Caroline. Hello, I'm Caroline and welcome to the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast. And today we're speaking to Alicia Thompson. She's the CEO of Kit Game. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm really well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. So tell us a little bit about Kit Game and how you use e-commerce to get to where you are today. Kit Game, really cool company. We started about nine years ago, but our growth sort of has been phenomenal in the last kind of three years. We're a sneaker reseller. So we have an online store and also six stores around the UK. So very much kind of omni-channel. Yeah, we use Shopify um, and we're really focused on our sort of product and marketing uh, product marketing over the last three years to help us grow. Fantastic. And growth is definitely the name of the game with this podcast. And your growth rate for the past uh, year has been 353%, which is incredible, and has led you to be number four in the Lightning 50 list in the UK. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, this means that you're the second fastest growing fashion brand in Britain and the second fastest online company in London. So those are like fantastic statistics. <laughs> uh, massive congratulations. Tell us how you think you've achieved all of that. Well, to be honest, we grew a lot faster than what we thought we were going to actually. So yeah, we we sort of, in terms of operations, my operations team were holding holding the fort up as, our, as the orders came through. I think there's been a sort of a shift towards you know athleisure streetwear and streetwear becoming more more uh sort of popular in high-end fashion Mm -hmm. and that's kind of trickled down through into you know sneakers and um you know that being a huge trend globally actually like started in the US it's really growing here in the UK um and also with the combination of you know hip-hop music rap in the UK and those um talented rappers wearing um sneakers so that's really fueled it from a sort of organic, sort of macroeconomic standpoint. And then in terms of us and what we've done at Kit Game, we really focused on uh, our content. So online content, different digital channels, our own channels, and then publishing content and sort of driving that traffic through to the website. So there's that kind of digital angle. Um, and we wanted to support that in terms of having a real life experience as well. And obviously during COVID, we were heavily focused online and driving that sort of content and digital experience. And we've actually gone through two iterations of our our website over the last sort of 24 months. That's been a great journey and evolution. But also we were gearing up for when the world went back to normal post-COVID. We thought that people would always want to come back to the high street because people love in, you know, real life experiences as well. So we knew that digital, we wanted to sort of lead in that and have a strong footing and and sort of foundation from which to continue to grow, but also that the physical retail would come back as well. And so, yeah, we just sort of geared up for that and um, got got into some good locations in terms of retail, retail stores. And then we're using those stores to engage with our customers and to create content. So 
like user-led generated content and also the content that we're um that we do ourselves for our brand our brand marketing yeah so that's kind of how we've we've grown over the last two years really yeah amazing you mentioned content quite a bit in in, in what you were just saying then and yeah. you use youtube as well you know this area of being authentic and giving customers content that's actually useful to their day-to-day life and something they're interested in it goes above, above and beyond you know traditional and i say this quote unquote retailing model of you know going to a store and buying some buying some sneakers and taking them home and when did you realize that you know content was the magic key here I think we we started our first um, sort of YouTube um, shows at the beginning of COVID, actually. So we took a store in Covent Garden and we had it open for sort of 10 days and then it closed. And we've like, got this beautiful space. We've just fitted it out. Um, we, we did actually, we did a pop-up style. So it was kind of a bit, you know, quick and dirty, I suppose. But, but we made it look as good as we can, could. And it was really using that space and trying to find a way to connect with our our customers and our community. We talk a lot about community at Kit Game, and we wanted to use the space and talk about sneakers. So there was two guys within our team within the marketing within the marketing team, Dan and Josh, and they started um, a show called Just In. And that was talking about what's landing that week in terms of uh, drops. Um, you know, talking about sneakers that older sneakers in our warehouse called Hidden Gems. And they started with that. And then we also worked closely, or this is sort of Rob's area, one of the founders. He's been quite close with a number of uh, rappers like Fredo um, and wanted to get them into the store. So we started this thing called Shopping for Sneakers. We're sort of not reinventing the wheel. It's being done in the US, but we wanted to have a British kind of take on it and something that would appeal to our audience. So that that's that sort of show has really developed over the last two years in terms of the types of people that we get onto it and then we it's it's quite I suppose entertaining and comedic we have a really uh we have a, a presenter called Craig Mitch who's fantastic and he has a really good way of um having fun with whoever we get on to the show so that's the kind of YouTube content that we create yeah. Fantastic. Well, we talked a lot about growth. What about um, challenges over the past year? What's been the the real the real issues you've had to face head on? Sure. So I think in terms of um, as I mentioned, we grew a lot faster than what we were kind of expecting to, and that put a lot of um, challenge on on the operations team, and also on on the tech team and the systems that we had to support the growth. So. There was a lot of strain put on our backend systems, so we had to kind of scale up a bit, uh, a bit more quickly. So we, we were using um, external developers, and we've since uh, recruited and and now we're setting up our own team. So we've got sort of three developers full time at the moment, which is fantastic. A few freelancers as well, but yeah, the the challenges were sort of keeping up with the growth and trying not to switch anything off and continue to capture that demand whilst sort of um filling the gaps I suppose with with operations so we you know getting the right people was a challenge um you know finding the right space and warehouse etc because once sort of the stores reopened we had to move pretty quickly out of Covent Garden but yeah just just operational challenges systems challenges or um normal things around recruitment and people and finding great people but we have a great team and what I found is that when you sort of we call it a high performing team when everyone's really working together everyone's pulling together and everyone's super passionate about 
what we're creating at the company and sort of we feel kind of not invincible but the team feels like they can step up to any challenge and we've had we've had many different things that have happened over the two years and a lot of us hadn't experienced some of the things that we went through and it was about pulling in the experts where we could using our networks and working together as a team to kind of face into those challenges and work through them so yeah I'm super proud of what the team have achieved actually over the last couple of years and how big's the team yeah. now 150 150 wow that's, that's impressive and yeah. um and talk to me about so these challenges how are they looking as we head into you know the Christmas shopping period I think um I was going to say they look a little less daunting I suppose um I think because we've been sort of through it once already last year um we're kind of well set up this year we've got like I mentioned, a really good team in place now. And it, it's interesting in terms of the economic climate at the moment, we're a little unsure in terms of, you know, the cost of living crisis, how is that going to impact on our, our um, numbers commercially? But, you know, we we seem to be in a category that's a little bit um, insulated, I suppose, from some of those things in terms of our customers are sort of prioritising um, footwear and uh, cool trainers, which is nice, over other things. And I think it's that kind of younger audience, perhaps, they're still living at home. So, yeah, we, we think we'll, we'll sort of really face into Christmas in a really, really nice way where we're getting our stock fully loaded. Um, we've got some great marketing campaigns lined up for sort of Black Friday and Christmas. So it should be a really exciting end of the year for, for Kid Game. And let's talk a little bit more about technology. It sounds like that's quite crucial to the business, not only just on the e-commerce basis, but some of the develop, development projects that you've got going. Talk to our audience a little bit about that. We've, over the last 12 months, leaned more into technology to support the growth, really. And because of the unique nature of our business, we need to track every single pair of shoes um, because we sell our own kit game stock and we also sell consignment inventory. So um, sneakers held owned by other people. So we need to be able to track every single pair through the business and know where it is, know what we bought it for, knows who it, you know, who it belongs to, etc. So there's been a lot of development behind the scenes and how that links into our um, you know, website and our ERP system. And that's a continuous um, continuous journey of development, particularly as we've, we've recently expanded into the EU. We, you know, we pulled back immediately post-Brexit because of the commercials weren't right, because the customer on the other end was getting charged import duties and taxes, which was really prohibitive. And we didn't want our customers to have a, a bad experience or get sort of a shock bill at the end in terms of extra taxes. So we've done a lot of work to set up a warehouse over there and then have the systems over there as well. So we're leaning much more into it. And as I mentioned, we're growing our development team so we can do, we can have a lot more control over our systems. Yeah. And we've found, we, we, we investigated and looked at buying or, or sort of um, utilising some off-the-shelf, um, say, WMS systems for our warehouse, et cetera. But they're just not, they just sort of won't fit our business model. So we've had to really just build upon um, we call it the PIM, our inventory man- management system, to do lots of different things for us. So, so that's been a really exciting journey, and actually having the developers sort of on board, and actually in London coming in, they're working really closely with our operations team in the business, and I think that's been a huge asset actually, rather than having them abroad. Yeah, is that so, all part of the team, or is it still an, um, an outsourced development group? No, they're part of the team. So. Um, um, that makes yeah, a difference, 
Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of debate over sort of freelancers and where they're located and all of that, but we've found it to be hugely beneficial for us and actually moving really quickly and then really understanding the industry and what we're trying to do and just the, the day-to-day challenges that we have in retail and, and operations. So that's been great. And, you know, we're sort of investigating how we move forward with our tech in terms of Shopify versus Headless, that kind of conversation. So we've got a big plan around that going forward. So yeah, some exciting things for us, but our tech, we've invested a lot in it over the last two to three years and we're kind of, we're, we're on our way. So it's great. Yeah, it looks like that's paying off there, Alicia. Thank you so much. And final question. you, As I said, you're ranked number four in the UK Lightning 50 list, which is just fantastic. What does this recognition mean to you, the wider business and obviously your employees as well? Well, it's, it was fantastic news when I found out. I was actually quite surprised. I knew, I knew our numbers were strong, but I didn't know that we were going to be sort of that high at the ranking and also number two in terms of fashion. It'd be great. The team, I actually sort of haven't told the team yet. We've put our, our strategy away day tomorrow. So I'll be sort of letting them know tomorrow, but it's a really huge pat on the back. And I think celebrating and, you know, recognizing achievement is great. So We'll, we'll definitely do that with some drinks tomorrow night after our strategy away day. So that's such great news, Alicia. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm sure you guys will celebrate over a drink or two tomorrow. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon uh, chatting to us on the podcast. And to our listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with you with another episode very soon. Mm-hmm.